step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Network. The regular season doesn't matter. The trade deadline doesn't matter. Heck, injuries don't even matter. And I am here for the chaos as we welcome in you into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. In today, Mike Pritchard, senior NFL analyst here at the Network VEASAN host and, of course, longtime NFL veteran wide receiver. What's going on, Pritch? Oh, a lot going on, Stormy. Uh, this is a great time of year for betting, even though we just had a draft. It was just a huge event, as we know. Um, I didn't bet. I didn't participate in this year's draft from a betting standpoint because I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't have confidence. I didn't have confidence in it. But certainly uh, the NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs, I'm curious about your thoughts on that uh, as well as Major League Baseball. So a lot to cover today. I had a few NFL draft bets, and uh, a number of them did me dirty. But (laughs) what hurt me even more than the financial losses that I took Mm -hmm. um, with the NFL draft were the the Bets and Consequences series that Uh, Matt Brown and I do, another host here at VEASAN. Mm -hmm. It's my first loss. Oh, what is it? Yes. What is it? So so we're going to try to figure it out. Uh, basically, because I had not lost in mm-hmm. such a long time, we mm-hmm. were just doing whatever my loss would be, okay. would be the um, the Death Reaper, Carolina Reaper chip okay. thing, because mm-hmm. Matt had to do that, and he nearly died. He nearly died. So we were like, okay, if that's the worst punishment we've had to do so far, that should be the one I right. have to do whenever I now lose. that's like the hottest pepper but ever thing? Yes, that, okay, yes. Okay, but okay. I couldn't get one delivered right. overnight. So mm-hmm. now we're trying to figure out what we can do so that we can record on Wednesday. Um, if there's another punishment I can do, I don't know. I'm so sad. So well, you six guys, and one now. You guys have done some deucies, though. I mean, yes. what, the mayo? Yeah. I heard about the mayo. Yep, that was disgusting. Um, I didn't know about the pepper, though. Last week, Matt had to drink a mystery smoothie that had a lot of just nasty <laughs> yeah, things. Definitely see. check out the YouTube channel All if right. you, you want to get on that. Um, but like you said, the we'll, we'll get into plenty of NFL draft recap talk because this mm-hmm. is actually my first day back on the show since the draft began last weekend. So get into um, some odds movement for teams since their draft. Who did the best? Who did the worst? Lots of the good stuff there. Yeah. We'll also have um, our guy, Will Hill, VEASAN contributor as well as host of the Market Insights podcast, Josh Applebaum. Get some insights from him later on in the program. But we will start in the NBA because last night uh, we kind of joked about it stepping into the studio today. Rough 24 hours in Boston between the Bruins and then the Celtics falling yesterday. No Joel Embiid, no problem for the 76ers who get it done 119-115 and take that early game in Boston. Yeah, you know, I joked with Josh Applebaum when we did a show together, Betting Across America, and I, I told him a long time ago, Boston either runs hot, or cold, uh, and certainly I think the last few days has been really cold for Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, no panic situation. I, I think if you watch what Harden did, was able to do, uh, it's, it's the continued theme with uh, superstars in the NBA uh, stepping up in big moments and helping their team when they need them. Uh, so I think that theme is going to continue. To be honest with you, because we got some outstanding matchups too with some outstanding legendary players too uh, moving forward. But uh, I, I just thought Boston was a little lackadaisical, a little lazy out there, defensively mm-hmm. in particular. I mean, I think offensively, Boston feels like they can score, which they can, and execute. Um, a little isolation too much again, uh, but defensively, they, they got to pay the price 
Uh, and I think they let their guard down, even though Embiid wasn't out there. 12th time this season, Boston has lost outright despite being a double-digit favorite. They were laying 10 yesterday. Sixers cashed 4-1 to one on the money line. Total mm. also went over um, the 215. But for me, that's a game that... Without Joel Embiid out there, if you're the Celtics, mm -hmm. you need to bury this team. You need to take right. advantage of that opportunity. But instead, it's like, oh, maybe we're just like a little bit overconfident here. Game one on our home court, of course, we're going to win this one. And it just didn't pan out. Yeah, no, it didn't. I mean, I think offensively, getting through to the hoop, uh, getting in the paint, high percentage shots. I mean, they were going to do that. And that came easy, right? Uh, and this is the thing about sports. And this is the thing as a player, a former player, that we had to guard against. And that was complacency. Hey, we got this. We're good. We're executing. We're fine. There's no sense of urgency, or, or certainly the other side of that is panic, right? Uh, or tightness. And you know, I, I didn't sense tightness, but if you're Boston, if you think that you can just rev it up mm -hmm. uh, in the playoffs through a course of a game, then then you're going to lose a lot of times, especially if it's close, especially on the other side. If you have a James Harden uh, who was capable of doing what he's doing, I mean. Uh, the perfect, Turn back the clock. A little, a little bit, right? Thirty. I had to look up his age. Thirty-three. Because when he went around Jalen Brown for a drive, and it's the same move, right? It's the between-the-legs crossover and all this stuff. It's the same move that he's been doing for years. And, and Jalen was stuck in mud or, or stuck in cement. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, that's, that's just not right. So uh, they'll clean that up. I, I think Boston's too good of a team uh, to, to not have that standard now that they're in the playoffs. His 45 points, the most he's had in a playoff game since 2015, and maybe his Met Gala outfit <laughs> got him going. The dude looked crazy in pregame, but you do you, James yes. Harden. Uh, the Celtics now will return to the court for game two, a nine-point favorite, total 218 and a half for that next meeting, and the Seas do remain a minus 180 favorite in the series. The Nuggets also mm. rallied yesterday in the fourth quarter. It was a close game throughout, but end up getting a 10-point win over the Suns, 97-87. And a win and cover is a four-point favorite total, way, way, way under that 229 and a half. Just the sixth playoff game since 05 um, that the under has gone through by at least 45 points, right. which was crazy. But um, uh, this Denver team establishing some dominance here. You know, I, I think Den Denver's been consistent. Uh, you know, they're a deep roster. They're getting a lot of contribution all over the place. And then they got the Joker. Uh, I mean, yeah. Jokic, is, is, is he's just incredible. Uh, even if everybody's not on their game offensively, uh, they do pay the price defensively. I, I think they have distinct roles uh, as well, and they're playing team basketball. Uh, the problem with Phoenix goes back to the trade. When you get KD, uh, how deep are you now? How deep is that roster? I mean, the front line, you love the front line for Phoenix, but uh, I think when Chris Paul gets banged up, injured, he's not out yeah. there now, they, you deplete even more uh, from, from the ability that you have on the floor uh, so Denver can focus in on playing more defense and lock you out and, and lock you down a little bit at times. And then uh, just let the Joker take over, uh, which he often does. So uh, I don't know. I, from an effort standpoint, I think Phoenix will, will get that effort. we got to keep an eye on Chris Paul yep. uh, in a growing situation. But to me, the Nuggets, they're just so deep, uh, and they have so many options from a scoring standpoint and a defensive standpoint as well. Yep, Chris Paul's status moving forward, um, TBD as of right now, but mm -hmm. they're calling it left groin tightness. And, I mean, death taxes and Chris Paul dealing with some sort of an injury in the postseason. <laughs> right. I was looking through some of the, the last few years, 2015, Hamstring game right. seven versus the Spurs. He did still hit that game winner, though, mm -hmm. with, a, with a second left for the Clippers to advance. But uh, 2016, broken hand, yep. game four versus the Blazers. 2018, hamstring, game five versus the Warriors. 2021, shoulder, game one against the Lakers. And now this one against the Nuggets. And, and a big reason why that's so important. Um, think about in that game last night, the Nuggets go on a 41 to 28 run with him out of the game. Mm -hmm. And the Suns are a team that relies on their starting five more than any other team remaining in the postseason right now. Phoenix had four points from their bench last night and in the playoffs so far, 87% of their point scoring production has come from those starting five. Yeah, I know I had to do a double take because of the bench scoring for Phoenix, right? I mean, it's incredible how bad it is. And, uh, you know, everybody knows the case. And I, I think even after the trade, uh, I wrote this down. I'm like, wait a minute, this team is not deep enough. Uh, you know, and you're trying to face these better teams in the playoffs. How are they going to get through the playoffs? I, I have them going through to the second round, this round right here against Denver. Mm -hmm. I mean, from a betting standpoint, uh, what answers can the Suns come up with, especially if Paul is, is compromised? So uh, it gets tough uh, unless the, the Nuggets completely fall apart. Uh, total control of this series. Now, again, the effort's going to be there. I think the scoring's going to pick up too. 
uh, for the Suns. I mean, superstars, again, I'll, I'll follow that theme. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we might see 40 uh, from Durant, you know, and Booker, right? I mean, we could see a night like that. Where, whereas the Nuggets, can, they have answers. Uh, I think they're more consistent, too, for this series. Suns headed back home for game three, a four-point favorite total 225. And um, fun fact for you, the Suns have actually never historically won a best-of-seven playoff series, went down 2-0 yeah. in a series. The Nuggets, wow. a $3 favorite where things stand right now. Tonight, we do have an NBA doubleheader on TNT. We get LeBron v. Steph in Warriors-Lakers coming up at 10 Eastern. Um, the Warriors in the series, a minus-145 series price up from, I want to say, opened around like minus-120, yeah. minus-130, which still, even at minus-145, I think is a relatively short mm -hmm price for the defending champions coming in here. And then we also have the Heat and Knicks going head-to-head. -head. The Heat, a minus-150 favorite in that series. Heat lead the set 1-0 right now, but some injury concerns with Jalen Brunson, with Julius Randle, and, of course, Jimmy Butler, who rolled his ankle yeah. late in the fourth quarter of Game 1. Yeah, the East, uh, they're, they're, you know, that's the situation a lot of times with the East. I mean, some a lot of teams get banged up at this, uh, this time of year. A lot of players are, but when you're talking about these superstars, significant players – Significant contributors, too. Uh, I mean, Brunson, what he's meant for the, uh, the Knicks has been incredible. Uh, I think Randall, too, following his career uh, since he hurt his leg way back in the day. But uh, Butler, that's a big miss, right? I mean, mm. I think the Heat, they've been inconsistent all year long. Not a lot of believers going into the playoffs. Lo and behold, they're in another round, uh, and now they're superstar. The guy has really been stepping up. Uh, it's hobbled a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm staying away from this game right now. Yeah. Uh, I could get a little bit more insight from our guests, hopefully later on. But uh, right now, from a betting standpoint, I'm staying away from this game. Um, Sham Sharania reporting earlier today that he was told Jimmy Butler wants to play. Right. He thinks he's going to, quote, try to play as today goes on and that the sprain wasn't as serious as it might have initially looked on the court. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, we'll just see. But Jimmy Butler, obviously, a huge piece of what has made the mm. Heat successful, getting that opening round win. And they are a team that could get hot at the right time with playoff Jimmy. So well, playoff he, Jimmy, yeah, right? If right. he is able if, to be healthy and available. But so this always presents the question: you mm -hmm. deal with the same thing in the 76er series with Joel Embiid's injury. Like now, do you say we stole one of these games? Now, do you sit the star player and give him the opportunity I, to rest? I think so. I mean, uh, load management—we all know—takes place in the NBA, the association. So uh, yeah, you, you have one in hand or, or one in your pocket, if you will, and. Uh, I think if you have a chance, because a sprain is a sprain. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Um, it's a tear. A sprain is a tear, and so you got to have to rehab that and uh, deal with some pain and the swelling. So uh, if you can buy time uh, with this victory, I, I think that can be beneficial. Yeah, you know you. he's a competitor, oh, yeah. and he wants to play, right. but I think that game three back in Miami is going to be more important of the set, so we'll see what happens tonight. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to the NFL. Jordan Love, the new Packers starting quarterback, got himself a deal today. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your shade issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Jordan Love will enter his first season as a starting quarterback in the NFL with a new deal. He and the Green Bay Packers agreeing to a one-year contract extension worth up to $22.5 million, $13.5 guaranteed per Adam Schefter. Today at 4 Eastern is the deadline, Pritch, for those fifth-year options mm-hmm. to be enacted to whom it applies. Um, the option for Love would have been $20.2 million guaranteed. So rather than picking up the option, gives Love a chance for more um, upside with team pro- and, and you get team protection on the other side with less guaranteed money. So it seems like a smart move for Green Bay in this spot. Very smart business move. I mean, I know they've anointed uh, Jordan Love the starter, but they're hedging. <laughs> they are hedging. Hedging their case. bets just Absolutely. like us. Yeah, because if they were a thousand percent sure, oh yeah, I'll give them the fifth year option, right? Uh, but there's no sample size. There's no starts. There's no uh, there's no confirmation. Hey, there's one. There's one start. There's one. Rogers had COVID. He little, stepped in. A little shaky, though. A little shaky. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and you can't do that if you're the Green Bay Packers. I know you're talking a big game about Jordan Love and good uh, uh, to the GM, and, you know, people that say that he's ready to go. LaFleur, there's a different a tone to Jordan Love and all this. I mean, I'm not going to buy into it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a young, 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 young football team. Uh, with an unproven quarterback. That's how you have to look at the Packers from a betting standpoint uh, and and ignore uh, what they're saying. I mean, their actions are speaking louder than the words anyway with this contract. So there's upside potential in there uh, for Jordan Love, but he still has to prove himself. It's no different than Daniel Jones, who didn't get a fifth-year option. Yeah. Okay, now he cashes in a little bit here. Uh, to be determined, though, uh, for Jordan Love and this young, young, young offense uh, I mean, that that just doesn't bode well, in my opinion. So the actions, to me, uh, indicate uh, what a lot of people believe uh, in terms of what the league is talking about uh, with the Jordan Love situation in Green Bay. Yeah, so this is the tryout year. Mm-hmm. It's the prove-it year um, for a guy who, to your point, hasn't had enough reps to eat, not only not show what he is, but have the opportunity to show significant growth either. Sure. So that'll be interesting to see what comes through from here. He did have the one start, like I referenced, only appeared in 10 of 50 potential games, has 83 pass attempts for contact, 78 other quarterbacks have more pass attempts than he has in that span. 60% completion percentage for 606 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. And it's, the team has, since moving on from Aaron Rodgers and even before making that move official, mm-hmm. been very open with saying, we are so excited. We think that he has the potential. He's ready to be an NFL quarterback. But then you also have LaFleur stepping back and saying, hey, let's ease our expectations a little bit. What are your expectations for Jordan Love and Green Bay? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's borderline hot take expectations. I mean, <laughs> do we want to go there now with it or, or we'll save it for the show? Because for that segment, I cannot wait uh, for, for the hot take and see what you think about it. But um, you have to tenor it. You, you have to tone it down. I mean, the last 30 years, 30 plus years, this organization has had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And so 
how do you tone down expectations after you've had two franchise quarterbacks, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks like that? Unprecedented, really. Um, but now it gets hard. Now it now Green Bay falls into the category of every other team out there that had a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, and then I have to replace him. And now it falls on Jordan Love, who has not had the reps. It takes up to 20 to 24 games uh, before you can fully evaluate whether a quarterback could have the potential of being a franchise quarterback, let alone being consistent. You know, Green Bay Packers, they don't even know if Jordan Love can be consistent. So from a betting standpoint, it might even look great in preseason, but from a betting standpoint, um, <laughs> I am looking to fade Green Bay already. Yeah. Because um, look at their roster. Look how young they are. Look at all the mistakes they made last year, even with Aaron Rodgers. And now you have Jordan Love that's, that's going to take over uh, as the leader of the team, as the alpha of the team, and he's totally unproven. And it's, it's not quite the same thing as going in the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I see the similarities of a guy in Trey Lance who – hadn't played and then was given the keys to the car and had all these expectations but didn't really progress in training camp the way you'd hoped. Gets into those first couple games to start the season but is injured instantly so you still don't know what you Mm -hmm. have. And so that feels like another team with a young quarterback and you're just like, what are we going to get this year? We don't know. And I know Michael Lombardi has been talking about this. I mean, LaFleur is going to have to prove himself now, right? I mean, Oh, yeah. Yep. It's completely different when you're Kyle Shanahan and you've proven yourself as a play caller uh, without that franchise Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is is probably the best play caller in the National Football League. And, okay, he's going to come up with some ways to help out whatever quarterback's in there. Brock Purdy, uh, a great yeah. example. But now you're Lafleur, and you do not have Aaron Rodgers. And so uh, when it starts to get hot, uh, when the things are, are not going right, how are you going to adjust with this unproven quarterback? So uh, I, I just think back through the league, through time, even with the Dallas Cowboys, when they had a young Troy Aikman and young Michael Irvin, they still stunk, right? I mean, that, and those are Hall of Famers, yeah. you know, and I, I just think that there's going to be that learning curve. I, I think it's pretty steep, too, for Green Bay, uh, and they're up against it this year uh, with the makeup of that team right now. They did uh, stick to their process in the draft going defense in the first round with Luke Van Ness, but outside of that, largely building blocks to try to build around their mm-hmm. young quarterback. Um, they did get the tight end Luke Musgrave out of Oregon State, who re- he was a guy who really tore it up at the combine. Right. You get wide receiver Jaden Reed in the second round, who I know a lot of people thought was a steal at that spot, and Tucker Craft, another tight end in the third. What did you think of their draft portion of this to support him? Well, you know, hit and miss. I mean, I think majority of miss, you know, especially the first round draft choice. Uh, uh, you know, that defense, they they have so many, so much talent in the secondary. I know they they're thinking, okay, we got to get a push up front, we got to be disruptive. Maybe Van Ness can be that. Um, we'll, we'll see, uh, certainly. But, uh, you know, from an inconsistency situation on that side of the ball, now offensively, uh, a lot of moving parts, a lot of youth. And from a talent standpoint, I, I think you can appreciate that, right? Uh, but one of the things I realize from a betting standpoint is that everybody's talented, right? Uh, and, okay, who can be consistent? Uh, who Who can back up a, a superb performance with another one or build on it. Uh, it just it seems like Green Bay's not in that mode right now. Uh, they're trying to figure it out. Uh, as long as they have to try to figure it out, I, I think they're going to fall further and further behind everybody else in the league. Green Bay coming off an 8-9 and nine season with Aaron Rodgers. Win total for next year set at 7.5, juice minus 150 to the under. <laughs> and uh, maybe not a price I want to pay right yeah. now, but I understand you wanted to fade that squad. It seems like some other betters in that same thought process as well. The top overall pick in this year's NFL draft was Bryce Young, yep. ultimately going to the Carolina Panthers. And Frank Reich ha- has come out and said that he's going to enter OTAs as the number two quarterback on the depth chart for now, just essentially giving him a transition period, not to make things too overwhelming, mm-hmm. he says. Um, give Andy Dalton some of those starters reps. He can ease in, learn the playbook, learn some things, but with the expectation still that come week one, he'll be the starter. Yeah, and I'm happy for Bryce Young. I really am. Um, I, I, I think um, he's got a great opportunity uh, to be the number one overall pick in the, in the draft is incredible. Uh, but I like the approach, too, from Frank Reich. Uh, one of the things that I cannot get out of my head, and I don't know if you've seen the, the pictures of him meeting his teammates. Oh, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> it looks like a little kid in there. He does. does. He? Oh, Aww. my goodness. I mean, he does, Stormy. I mean, it's, I'll look it up in the commercial. Uh, so here's a guy that is going to be the franchise quarterback at some point, hopefully, uh, and he's going to be the leader. 
too, right, uh, in that locker room. So, uh, and, he, and Bryce Young has talked about it. He needs to earn mm -hmm. uh, that level of respect. And, and I love that approach, too. And, and I think a lot of guys are going to love that in the locker room, too. Um, but I, I just cannot get the images out of my head right now. Uh, but again, great opportunity. Uh, and I think Frank Reich is approaching it the right way. His offense, I don't think it's complicated, but there's a, it's, it's a lot more, uh, I believe, than, than what Bryce Young was doing at Alabama, mm -hmm. though. I love the pick of Bryce Young in general. I love the coaching staff that he's going to have around him in Carolina mm -hmm. that they put together under Frank Reich. Um, I'm really, ex I think there's a lot of reason to be excited mm -hmm. uh, about the Carolina Panthers moving into this year. I do feel a little bit bad that there is already some early controversy in the quarterback room with Matt Corral posting a little bit of a cryptic message after Bryce Young was ultimately selected number one overall. Of course, a third right. round pick last year out of Ole Miss who got injured in the preseason, mm -hmm. which what a golden opportunity missed for him last year had he not been injured with all of the quarterback turnover they had. The carousel out there, yeah. too. And I think Mingo, did he play with me? He played with Mingo, didn't he, the receiver? Yeah. So uh, maybe he's feeling pretty good about that situation, too. I, I, one of the things, you, you know, uh, if you feel like that position is open, there's only one, right? And so uh, Bryce Young's not annoyed at that. But maybe you feel like if, if you're corralled that there's an opportunity if you can stay healthy not with the Carolina Panthers, obviously, but with somebody else down the line. Yeah, he he basically, the gist of the post, which has since been deleted, was just that he didn't <laughs> feel like he was, right, valued. Um, but Reich said when he was asked about it that his message to all players is you earn it on the field, and it's as simple as that. We're going to take a quick break, but more NFL draft talk when we come back. Like I said, this is my first day. I haven't got to react. Let's react. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. So much to bet on over the next few weeks. And for a limited time, we can help you out, but only if you are a subscriber. Head to vcin.com, just $9.99. That'll get you insight to daily baseball best bets. We've got the NBA and NHL postseason, plus the Kentucky Derby betting guide. The Derby, of course, coming up this this week, the annual run for the Roses. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game. And now, a top VEASAN experts leaderboard where you can view records, profit, and ROI to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Again, just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. The complete NFL draft is officially completed in the rear view, but still so much to break down, especially as it pertains to the teams moving forward, um, who made the biggest strides, who maybe didn't live up to the expectations of what they could have done in the draft. Yeah. Um, of course, we mentioned last block, Bryce Young, the number one overall pick out of Alabama to the Carolina Panthers, the Houston Texans. Take C.J. Stroud, too, surprised a lot of people. Um, I think just considering all of the steam that we had seen the 48 hours prior to the draft when it came to Will Levis, the Houston Texans also traded up to three to get Will Anderson Jr., D'Amico Ryans, getting his Alabama guy. And then Anthony Richardson, not Levis, ends up at the Colts at four. So we did see three quarterbacks mm -hmm. go in the top four, just maybe not how we expected them to come out. Right, depending on Reddit post or depending <laughs> exactly. on you know, who you follow Again, let's right? just not let reddit dictate <laughs> betting markets yeah, if we can no not at all i mean I, I think the board was going to go in accordance to best players available that kind of situation uh around the quarterbacks right i mean the colts uh was in a unique situation uh did they need to trade up to get anthony richardson or not um when they entertain lamar jackson you heard the rumblings about that uh everything pointed to Anthony Richardson, right? Uh, because of how specific that offense is and, and how dedicated they are to the six eligibles. And, and Anthony Richardson fits right in to what Shane Steichen, a first-time head coach, wants to do offensively. Um, so if there was a bet out there, that was probably the one that was a neon light out there blinking at you uh, to make a bet like that. I didn't know what the numbers was on that. I, I didn't explore that. But overall, I mean, I, I thought the draft, there were a few surprises. I mean, uh, the appetite for edge rushers is still there. Uh, the appetite to obviously for um, offensive line or retooling ha showed up uh, mm -hmm. as well. But the quarterback position, I mean, we saw so many backup quarterbacks last year. Uh, and then the equivalent of that was in the draft this year. Uh, and so, so many of those guys were selected too. So 
Uh, the first round, a little drama with Jalen uh, Carter, uh, but he falls into the lap uh, of, of Howie Roseman out there in, in, in Philly. So um, not a ton of surprises, but still a hard draft to bet, uh, in my opinion, just because of the information cycle that we found and, and saw Stormy. And uh, it prepped me for next year. I'm going to be better prepared for next year's draft, uh, understanding where this information cycle uh, is originating from. Well, and that's the thing. And we all go back to the number four pick of the Colts taking Anthony Richardson mm -hmm. because not to say that Anthony Richardson wouldn't have made sense with Shane Steichen, but all of the things that we were hearing coming out were that if the Colts had a preference, it was going to be Will Levis at that point. Mm. And clearly those, those, I mean, Chris Ballard did a great job of, you know, cha changing the narrative and making it seem like one thing. Well, hey, watch this hand while this is happening over here and they right. get Anthony Richardson. And I think that is going to be so interesting to see how things pan out for Anthony Richardson, a guy that had only 13 career starts mm -hmm. in college, now trying to take that set. And we go back to, again, the Trey Lance conversation, right. another guy that had limited reps in college trying to make the most of his opportunity. But Richardson does have the advantage of being with Shane Steichen, mm -hmm. who, yes, he helped Justin Herbert, but more notably for the case with Richardson, what he did to help Jalen Hurts take that next step. Right. And can you do that with Anthony Richardson? I'm curious, like, the plan to when you're going to see Anthony Richardson on the field because he's a guy that needs to play. He needs reps. I, I think right away. I mean, he is he's too good of uh, an athlete uh, to limit his ability to grow with this offense. I mean, it's not an overcomplicated offense either. It's a, uh, it's an offense that I'm highly familiar with from college calling UNLV football games, Mike Sanford, uh, Utah, Alex Smith, mm -hmm. uh, extrapolate. You know, Brian Johnson's now the offense coordinator. He was a quarterback at Utah uh, with this offense a long time ago. Shane Steichen, uh, under Mike Stan uh, Stanford, uh, Sanford out here in UNLV. I mean, it all correlates, right? And I, I think when you see, I believe Brian Johnson was at Florida too, I want to say. And um, But, you know, it just correlates to the fact that it's going to be comfortable for Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. um, the Lamar Jackson exploring that too uh, was interesting um, because I, I'm of the thought that if they would have went the veteran quarterback route, the culture indicating that, you know what, we're in Super Bowl mode. We still think we have a Super Bowl roster. Um, but now you go Anthony Richardson, why would you make him wait? Why not put that athlete on the field because it's a very athletic offense uh, and see what happens uh, and mm -hmm. see if he can elevate our chances this year. So uh, I, I'm expecting Anthony Richardson to play right away. The Jags, an odds-on favorite in the AFC South. Colts sitting there third on the board, plus 550, followed by the Texans at 8-1. to one. Um, I It'd be hard to dispute anybody having a better draft than the Philadelphia Eagles. You mentioned <laughs> Jalen Carter fallen in their lap there yeah. at nine. Um, you also get Nolan Smith at 30. So two of the most talented players defensively in the draft out of that stout Georgia defense end up going to your team. Like, it's still crazy to me that coming off a Super Bowl appearance, they mm -hmm. had the 10 pick, but trades will do that to you. So um, Harry Roseman, a great deal. They also struck a deal with the Lions for DeAndre Swift, um, filling all of their needs, it seems, and really strengthening that defense. But unfortunately, from a betting perspective, their to win total sitting at 10 and a half wins, just yeah. minus 140, 150. The different ways to bet on the Eagles isn't really there. It's not there yet. I mean, if, if they stumble out the blocks uh, to start the season, maybe there's an opportunity yeah. there because I think they'll get it right uh, or eventually get it going. Um, you know, even in offseason, going into the offseason uh, with potential free agents or the potential of losing certain players, uh, okay, what are, what are the Eagles going to do? Are they going to be able to retool? One of the things I mentioned is Howie Roseman and say, look, his ability to acquire players or to do whatever it takes to get the right players, uh, he has an act for that. It's like he's out in front of everybody else. Um, with, with the extra pick, for instance, coming off a Super Bowl uh, appearance, you have an extra pick in the first round. You lose Hargrave, but yet you've replaced that. They have this platoon or red shirt situation going on, too, um, with their players, and, and which similar to, to Bill Belichick and what he did for a long time, up there in New England, where you have these guys and you find a way to stash them, I think, with the expanded roster too, with a practice squad. Uh, you can do that a little bit more. So you're seeing more and more teams. The Raiders are starting to do that. More and more teams are starting to stash players or draft players in hopes that they're going to develop via red shirt. Uh, even though it's not a red shirt, they're active at times. Um, but as far as that starting role, they're not going to be thrusted into that. I think Carter is going to fall into that. He's going to be able to mm -hmm. learn – um, from Fletcher Cox and people like that. And 
uh, and even Nolan. I mean, all these guys are gonna they're not gonna have to step in and play right away and contribute as high as a high level because of the roster mm-hmm. and the depth of that roster from Howie uh, and, and certainly what yeah. the Eagles have established. So that that's why if they do stumble, I think there's an opportunity. Uh, to still jump on the Eagles later on in the year. Yeah, and the Eagles, where things sit right now, a very rightful favorite in the NFC. They're also the second shortest shot to win the Super Bowl at 7-1 behind only Mm -hmm. the Chiefs. The Buffalo Bills, a team that are very short on the odds board, I feel like they get a lot of hype year in and year (laughs) out, but they are a team you are actually looking to fade after the draft. Yeah, they they drafted uh, a soap opera, or they have a soap (laughs) opera going. Okay. Uh, They already have Dawson Knox. Isn't that a soap opera name? Dawson Knox. It and really is. They just drafted, what, Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid and so Dawson that, Knox. that totally is a soap opera, right? Uh, and and it, it doesn't solve anything uh, of their issues, which is lack of identity. Like, there's no toughness uh, with this football team. Dalton Kincaid, he's a pass-catching tight end with back issues. Uh, uh, you know, Dawson Knox is a guy who's a pass-catcher as well, but they don't have that physical nature about him, even though they're telling us that they want Josh Allen not to run the football anymore. Well, who's going to run the football? Latavius Murray, I think, is who they picked up. But offensive line uh, is still not where it needs to be. Uh, and then I think they're going to regress defensively because they are older. You know, Von Miller coming back, another uh, a ligament situation. Uh, their secondary is older as well. Leslie Frazier is not going to be in the fold uh, as a coordinator. So I'm looking to play them under the 10 and a half. Uh, I, I saw one price at plus 105. Mm. Uh, the under 10.5 win total for the Buffalo Bills. Worth fading them in the division, potentially, as well. With them Aaron, being the favorite. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Miami, uh, it was a wild card with Miami, uh, certainly. But I, I think the Jets are going to surge. I, I think the Jets are going to be everything uh, that the hype is going to surround the Jets. I, I think I think Aaron Rodgers, he's already working with the team, something he has yeah. not done uh, in Green Bay for quite a while. I did. I thought that that was really cool and a significant thing for him to say, I'm going to be out here at voluntary workouts and what I think that can do for the rest of the offense coming in with a familiarity that he and Alan Lazard already both bring with their offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, while everybody else is learning things. He knows the terminology. He can help disseminate that information could make a a big difference coming in and leading that offense. The Jets, the second shortest shot now in the AFC East. We are going to take a quick break, but we got our guy, Will Hill, VEASAN contributor coming up next. He's got some plays in the association coming up tonight. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place a one-game parlay of four legs or more and get a bonus back up to $25 if you miss one leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features throughout the NBA postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get back a $25 bonus bet if one leg of your one-game parlay falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is not withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Round two rolls on in the NBA tonight. Got a doubleheader on TNT. Heat Knicks as well as the Lakers and Warriors. Excited to see LeBron and Steph go at it. Would love for that to be a long series. Alongside uh, Mike Pritchard, I'm Stormy Bonantoni. Time to welcome into the show fellow VEASAN contributor, Will Hill, at not the Will Hill on Twitter. Welcome in, my friend. How are you today? Stormy Pritch, always a pleasure. What's going on? Not a lot of enchilada. Just excited <laughs> to talk right. to you. Absolutely. And hope that we can cash some tickets thanks to your help. Very curious your approach to this Heat-Knicks uh, game two game coming up tonight. Obviously, the Heat lead the series 1-0, but Jimmy Butler his availability in doubt. We don't know about Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. How are you looking at this thing? Because so far we've just kind of said, maybe just stay away. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big believer in trends, but one I do uh, believe in is when a team steals game one on the road, they tend to get just run over in game two. And I think we've seen that throughout these playoffs, whether it's the satisfaction sets in. All right, we got our one game on the road. We did our job. The desperation of the home team. I think we'll see more of the same tonight. I'm guessing Butler doesn't play just because, man, that ankle did not look good the other day. I, I was surprised the Knicks didn't attack him more. He could not move. Now, ankles are tricky. Sometimes, you know, the adrenaline can can, uh, can carry you through the game. And then once, you know, you get off your feet, it really starts to swell up. Who knows here with only a day in between how Butler's going to be. My guess is they look at it like, all right, we got our split. Let's get Butler back to Miami. Let's get him healthy because if we're healthy, we're the better team. We got the better player in, in Butler. We got the better coach in Spolstra. We might even have the second best player in the series in Adebayo. I think that's a jump ball between uh, Adebayo and whoever you want to say the Knicks best player is Brunson or um, or, or Randall here, who we don't know is going to play. But I would expect the Knicks to get back on track here. They got to play a lot better. I mean, they shot terribly from three in the first game. I think it was seven of 34, 12 of 20 from three. They got nothing out of quickly. Uh, way too many three-point attempts for top and top and shot 11 threes. I just, I think they'll play a lot better. I'm not sure that Butler's going to play here. So um, I would expect the Knicks to uh, to win this game and win it pretty comfortably. And as far as the series, I would just think, you know, if Butler's healthy, the Heat are just a better shooting team. They've got the best player, maybe the two best players. But if he's not healthy, then it's uh, we're probably looking at a long series here. So much uncertainty here with all these injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Will, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, uh, it seems like when components are, are battered and bruised right now, like significant components, like you mentioned Brunson or, or Randall or for the Knicks, or uh, you look at uh, uh, Oladipo, you look at Hero, you look at Butler now. I mean, it's like the makeup of these teams are changing a little bit, or they potentially could. And I just wonder... Uh, do you have a thought process on that with this series? It looks like you're thinking or leaning towards that this series can uh, get drawn out a little bit. I would think it'd be drawn out. Like I said, I think the Knicks will play better. And 
the easiest thing in the world to do is to react after game one because it's mm-hmm. the only piece of, of data we have. It's the only example we have in, in what happens a lot of times. And I think we'll see this in Celtic Sixers too. Team loses game one at home. All right, they come out, they they roll in game two. Now we got a series. It's 1-1. One, one. And we're looking at a long series. So I think we'll see more of the same. I uh, mean, you, you mentioned Hero. I, I don't know that the Heat mentioned here Miss Hero as much as uh, as much as people might think. They're better defensively. Mm-hmm. They can sort of plug these shooters. It's amazing, that organization. You just Every time you think they're done, they just plug in a guy here, there, whether it's Struess or Duncan Robinson, you know, Kevin Love off the scrap heap. They do a remarkable job revitalizing these guys. It's almost like the Patriots used to be, where you just pick up a guy, you plug him in, and he looked washed somewhere else, and you put him in on your system, and he, he's productive. So uh, you got to tip your cap to the, the Heat. It's a tremendous organization. But I do think we're probably looking at a long series here a lot, depending on, uh, on Butler's health. Talking NBA with Beeson's own Will Hill. Warriors-Lakers also coming up tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time tip-off on TNT. The Warriors in the series, a minus 145 price. They're favored by four and a half um, in the game today. I love the opening line of the article from our guy JVT on vcin.com. The last time Steph Curry and LeBron James met in a playoff series, Kevin Durant was a member of the Golden State Warriors, and J.R. Smith forgot he was in a tie game at the end of regulation. Um, <laughs> hard to imagine, though, that Golden State is not the team with the edge here. How do you view this series, and especially game one? Yeah, I mean, first of all, how, how lucky are we get to see this LeBron and Curry mm-hmm. and, and on the other side of the bracket, uh, Durant and Jokic, just a, a loaded Western Conference with all these stars. I think you have to give the edge to Golden State because of Curry and because of home court. I don't know that LeBron is the same player. I mean, speaking of last time they played it, LeBron's not that level, uh, whether it's injury with the foot, whether it's old age. LeBron's just not the LeBron he was five, six years ago. Uh, and I think there's going to be a culture shock with the Lakers. They went from playing the Grizzlies, who are just a bad offense, a miserable half-court offense, couldn't shoot. Lakers could sag off their shooters. Anthony Davis could kind of play free safety and just roam around. You can't do that with the Lakers. you got to be completely disciplined uh, with all the shooters the uh, the Warriors have. I don't know that they have a great answer for Curry. I'd imagine they'll try Reeves on him. I mean, there's there's no answer for Curry, but I, I, look, I don't think that Reeves is going to do the job. So... Uh, like, like the Lakers will have their moments here. If the Lakers are hitting threes, they're tough to beat. Davis is playing at an unbelievable level. I just think with a, a potential game seven in Golden State with Curry at the end of these games, uh, it's just it's too much. I think the Warriors are cheap here at minus 145. I think they win the series. You know, Will, this next uh, matchup, uh, Philly and Boston game two. I mean, uh, looking at nine and a half across the board uh, right now. Uh, are you one to think that, okay, Embiid's still going to sit? even Because Philly, they got a game in hand now, and certainly still one. Uh, and Boston will have that effort uh, coming up in game two. Yep, similar to Butler with the Heat. You don't need to yep. push Embiid. You can hold him out till, uh, till Friday, get him as healthy as possible. You did your job. So similar with Heat Knicks, I just think these teams, when they lose game one at home, there's a desperation. There's a focus in game two. And I, I just I don't think you can make the line high enough for this one. I think the Celtics will win and win comfortably. What boy, they get they gagged that game away last night. Just a, a terrible loss. And there's really there's no great teams in the league. We're used to the NBA where there's two or three great teams, and there's everybody else. Whoever wins the title this year, we will have a champion. It doesn't mean they're a great team. I don't think there's any great teams, but I would expect Boston to bounce back, win this comfortably. I don't know that player props are out yet, but I would look hard to go under because they played him a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. I would think if Philly falls behind early tomorrow, they'll say, all right, let's 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 not extend Harden. Let's not wear him out. We see how much better he is with rest. We got our game, and I could see them punting on the second half here. So I'd be looking at Harden under points, and I think Boston wins, and I think they win big. I still think they probably win this series. Yeah, and you got to adjust to him. He was getting anything that he wanted in that oh. game, 45-point oh. performance. Yeah. Uh, Nuggets, Suns. The Denver team up 2-0 at home. They handled business with ease in the fourth quarter last night. Low scoring game, meanwhile, as well. Nikola Jokic, 39 points, 16 boards, 5 assists. Don't know the status of Chris Paul for the Suns as of right now. Moving forward, the spread currently sitting at 4. But with how strong the Denver's been early, is it worth taking the plus points with them in Game two and game 3? Excuse me. Yeah, I think there's a 4.5 out there. There was a 5 this morning. I think can understand why Denver's taking money. Uh, usually I wouldn't say this when a team's down 2-0, as good as the Suns are with their talent, I, I would say, hey, they're going to get go home, win game three, then game four we're going to find out you know, if it's tied and we have a series or if, uh, if Denver's going to close them out. I think this series is over. I just don't know that Phoenix has enough warm bodies here. I don't know that Paul's going to be back. A groin is very tricky to just come back you know, a couple days later. I know they have a few days off here, but I think Paul's going to be out or at least uh, hampered in, in some way. And that's a really troubling box score for Phoenix last night because if you look at it, it's one thing if Denver plays well and beats you. Denver did not play well at all. They shot terribly from three, seven to 28. 
Murray was 0 for 9 from 3, and they still beat you by 10 points. Uh, Durant made two threes. Booker made four threes. Nobody else on the Phoenix Suns made a three-pointer. They had like 10 points in the fourth quarter with a minute or two left. That was a, an ugly performance. And to win four out of five, I just I just don't know that they have enough depth. I don't think they have enough bodies. And look, there's, there's a reason we have training camp and these teams have practice. Like the, the continuity matters. Uh, and there's just no continuity for the Suns. It looks like a team that's just thrown together. They traded away all their depth for Durant, which, hey, you got a chance to get Durant. You can't knock them for it. But this team certainly looks like a team that was just thrown together on the fly. And Look, it's a team sport. It's basketball. It's not fantasy basketball, and and they're certainly, I think, paying the price for it. I think the uh, the Nuggets are live to uh yeah. to win this probably in five or so games. Yeah, D- Durant. Obviously, everybody can have an off game, but very rare to see him put back to back poor performances together. The Nuggets now a three dollar favorite in the series. Last thirty seconds, Will. Who do you have to win it all at this point with all the parity now? I will go Denver. Mm. Yeah. Not wow. Well, no, but uh-huh. a, a team that I think, despite yeah. what they did in the regular season and having mm-hmm. a back-to-back MVP, has been overlooked. Will, awesome yeah, stuff. Have. Appreciate you. All right. See you. Thanks for having me, guys. See you. Yeah, absolutely. Will Hill at not the Will Hill. Don't follow Twitter. insiders following the Nuggets because it's like the sky is falling all, all the time out there in Denver. <laughs> well, you can't blame them after what happened to the Avalanche against the Kraken, <laughs> right. too. Right. So that was just like how we talked about it was a rough night in uh boston. in boston mm-hmm. at least they had the nuggets pick up That's the pace right. in ball arena after what happened to the Avs. so there's that we got to take a break but stay with us on the lombardi line hour two coming up next lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.